you're a realtor and you're interacting with people every single day, like potential buyers and sellers, contractors, people who are helping your business grow. Have you ever found yourself censoring yourself from saying something for the sake of getting business? Sometimes, yeah. Uh, just because... All right, welcome back, everybody. This is episode 18 of the DC Talks podcast. I'm your host, Agent Double O, back in the DC headquarters. Can you please stop? No, never. <laughs> that bullshit, dude. Never, 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 never with a double O. That's my brand, and yeah. you just got to deal with it, DC. Right, cool. Can yeah. I have my wife back on the show now? <laughs> <laughs> as long as she watches your reels. Yeah, yeah, they get exactly. happen. They get happen. Yes, sir. But a lot has happened since we last chatted. You recently turned 45. Oh, easy on the numbers, big guy. Hey, 45. You know, that's what the, that's a Jordan number when he came back to the NBA. That's, so they, I'm halfway to 90, as I say. Halfway to 90. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So how did you celebrate your, birth, your 45th birthday? Uh, celebrated uh, is a strong word. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. My brother uh, from Waterloo, lives, he's a professor at Laurier. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he lives out there with his wife and two kids. Uh, at Christmas time, we decided to uh, do something together as a family. Yeah. And uh, I love my brother and his wife, but they do like, they go like, oh, let's do some camping or something that mm-hmm. Natalie and I looked at each other and said, hell no, we're not camping. Like, You're not about that. Like- no, no. And then, so then, uh, and then Sarah's just like, okay, well, maybe we'll just bring our kids. I'm like, have you met my daughters? They'll be on their phones the whole time. They'll be miserable. So They'll I'm like. on TikTok every thing yeah. IG Snapchat so uh I was at the gym in the one morning and right around just before Christmas and like oh Jay's tickets gonna be on um you know we're gonna be up for sale and I'm like let's do that let's mm-hmm. let's bring our kids to a J game we can spend all this time together exactly. and it just happened to fall on my birthday yeah, so yeah. yeah my brother came in I got a workout in the morning which I needed to do mm-hmm. uh then we went and we took the subway I haven't taken the TTC in a very long time I didn't want to get stabbed yeah. you know so that's why we don't that, or right? pushed on the rails. Or pushed on the rails, right? Yes. Uh, no, we were all good. We got to the J game and they sucked balls. They mm-hmm. lost like seven or eight one against mm-hmm. the Rays. And then, uh, anyway, but it was fun. We came back and then the day before my that kids- season opener? No, no. It was oh, okay. uh, it was their third game of the three game series. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, like uh, Manoa sucked. You know? mm-hmm. So April 16, right? That's mm-hmm. my birthday. So, uh, oh yeah, I forgot the day before my kids actually uh, made me a cake. Uh, and it was, it was good. It Sounds was good. wholesome. Yeah, man, I love- I, I love it. It was just like, it was nothing huge. It was yeah. just spending with family, chilling out. And like, I think Natalie and I ended up watching Succession that night, just chilling mm. out. It was a good night. It was good. Night. I got to tap into that. I also saw you wearing some uh, Jays at the Jays game. Yeah. And it feels looking proper too. Yeah, man. Like yeah. Oh, the whole family was decked out in the Jays stuff. We love the Jays. Of course. <laughs> but, um, you know, that sounds great, man. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed the whiskey and the cigar. The team got you. Yeah. And uh, have a whiskey and cigar night. But today, what I'm really excited to talk to you about, you know, as you turn another chapter in your life, a lot's happening in the world. You know, I'm sure that we're noticing everything is changing from the way we interact with each other the way we govern ourselves, like a lot of things that we can't say from your perspective, you know, how do you see, like, I can, I can share with you my thoughts on what I see, but when you're going out and about, how are you feeling with the way the world's changing in 2023 with how we got to watch what we say and how we address each other? It's, it's very, very difficult. You got to be careful. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, when we say on social media, it really matters as well, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's certain people when you meet them in person, you kind of get their personalities and find out what it's like and see what you can say and what you just don't say. But most of the time, we don't say anything. Even something as simple as, you know, pronouns nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we don't want to piss anybody off. And I heard about a teacher getting fired the other day because 
she she mispronounced and said like hey how are you girls doing and it yeah. was an all-girls school and they're like oh no you can't say that and she got fired for that. it's like she so, got fired she got fired for saying in an all-girls all school girls she was hey saying girls. hey girls uh, like how was your weekend or something along those yeah. lines it was like like i think it's gone a little too far so anyway my point is like so, sometimes i got a real back and i understand people have emotions and feelings mm -hmm. but so i'm gonna be real you know Keep what I mean? Real, I, I'm still real. I just got to sometimes, I got to pull Dave back a little bit because mm -hmm. sometimes Dave's a little, even sometimes Dave is a little too much for, mm -hmm. even for Natalie, who's with me all day, and just shakes her head. So yeah, yeah. I what When you have a close group of friends and stuff too, and we kind of share and sometimes like, there's certain things I just won't say and I don't believe, like I'm not an idiot. Like yeah. I'm not saying that I'm not, you know, not nothing crazy, but stuff we used to be normally said and like in a normal setting is like, you got to be careful, mm -hmm. right? So what do you think changed? Because when you were, let's say back in your like mid twenties, like this was like totally acceptable. Like you can address someone the way you want to address them uh, based on what they appear as, right? But as time has gone on, you're noticing a lot more delicate way of moving around in terms of conversing yeah. with each other. Where do you think this pressure to adapt this way of living came from, in your opinion? In my honest opinion? Yeah. I think it's a distraction. It's a distraction? Yeah. So, you know, like if you want to get, I love my conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. I love all that kind of stuff, too. Yeah. The government has been pushing this pronouns, all this stuff, too. And mm -hmm. it's how many people you know really care about the pronouns? Let's be honest. Yes. Like, I've. I, I have, like I said, maybe one transgender uh, tenant mm -hmm. who, you know, he's, he calls himself he, even though he used to be a she. So mm -hmm. it's like, it's fine, but never calls himself they. I don't really know too many people that call themselves they. Mm -hmm. But if you follow the media, it seems like everybody in the world is really, they, that's all they care about. Mm -hmm. But what I get worried about is like, they're distracting us from what's actually happened in the in the past. Like, mm -hmm. so I'm I'm not a fan of Trudeau. I'm just not. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I voted for him the first time because I needed the change. But I just haven't liked the way he's governed, you know, the country, how he's just been, quote unquote, woke and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like from his policies, every time there's something that's coming on the media that's mm -hmm. about this, you know, pronouns and all this other stuff too, we got to look behind the scenes, like what bill is he passing behind exactly. you? And that's what I'm worried about. And listen, I'm not, a, I'm not a conservative. I'm not a liberal. I'm not any of that shit. Like, mm -hmm. let's be honest here. I'm, I'm looking at the guy and I'm like, I don't like you. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sorry. I'll put out there. I, I don't like Trudeau. I don't care if people don't. I, and I, listen, you're going to use, use me as a realtor, not because of my affiliation. I voted liberal in the past. Yeah. I liked John Cretchen. I'm like, I didn't really care for Harris. I, anyways, there's just some, I don't care about politicians themselves. Mm -hmm. I look at the person. I just don't like Trudeau. I just yeah. don't. And I don't like what he's been doing. You're following things as for what's right. And like, that's correct. Exactly. You're, you're more uh, seeking truth more than anything right. and actually wanting to follow like, but look at the guy, order. but look, look what he's done in the past. Like, yeah. like, don't tell me he's not racist. You mm -hmm. know, like all, even how he, the, not even talking about the truckers or any of that kind of stuff too, when he comes out and then the rest of the world is calling him racist you know and yet he's calling us racist and like you know everybody in the world it just doesn't make any sense where he did like blackface and like you can't do that yes. right it's just you can't be you know just pretend nothing happened or all the controversy him and his family has been involved to like at the end of the day i've, mm -hmm. I've talked about my sister-in-law and some of the friends are true i'm like i just don't like him like mm -hmm. if you got somebody else in in the power that you can actually trust and have a conversation with i might vote liberal who knows mm -hmm. it's not it's not the ideology it's anything else i just there's something about him that I don't like. Now principle. I can get canceled by saying that. Yeah. There's going to be people maybe that are saying, well, F you. And I'm like, that's fine. That's your mm -hmm. opinion. I just, every time he talks, there's something inside of me that it just, oh, it hurts. Do you feel like he's not being genuine? No, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's, so when we're talking about all the stuff that's being pushed along the agenda and stuff mm -hmm. too, well, what's going on in the background? So mm -hmm. back to like, and that's like, 
you know, there's been bills passed of which if you look at all of some, like there's things are happening. Like, <laughs> be bill C 20 something, right? right? Like the internet bill, like where everything that you do on the internet is going to be even censored even more. So yeah. they're going to be pushing one type of content towards like your feed, your YouTube, your Instagram and everything going on. So essentially they're ushering a new way of thinking all the same. Like if you have an opinion that's totally different from what is actually supposed to be thinking, that's not right. right. Not what to freedom of speech? Exactly. Like, again, he, I remember one thing on Instagram. It was hilarious. I just said something along. I didn't even badmouth him because I make sure when I'm on Instagram, I don't badmouth the PM, even though I don't yeah. care for him. I just say, oh, here we go. Like, I remember saying something. I don't trust what this guy says. Mm-hmm. And I had this thing block up on, on Instagram. And it's like, you can't say this against the government. I'm like, I'm not allowed to say, and it wasn't anything bad. I didn't swear. I didn't say death. I didn't, I didn't, there was nothing negative really I said about this guy. Yet at the same time, it's like, you can't say that. I'm like, but what did I say? I just mm-hmm. said, I don't agree with this. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I got censored for that. It was, mm-hmm. that bothered me. That really bothered me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I was like, this is, this doesn't make any sense. That started turning the tide for me when he was changing the censorship and all that kind of yeah. stuff too. And it's, again, I don't know if, and here's the other, the caveat to this. I don't think any of the leaders are any better either. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Piola, uh, Poliev, you know, he's here. Poliev. I don't know. Like something about him reminds me of more of a dictator. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you got uh, Jack Mean Singh, who's just kind of, I don't trust the NDP just because their finances that I've seen what they've done in Ontario. He might be a nice guy, but he's back and forth. He's mm-hmm. just, again, so it's not like I trust. I'm like, oh, you have to go with this guy. Again, mm-hmm. I just, I don't trust any politicians. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah man. I think um, what it sounds like, it's like you want someone who's going to lead the country, the province in a way that's actually for the people. It's not like some agenda that's actually supposed to uniform us into one way of being because we can go back and look at, okay, Pierre, Polyev, he wants to do things a certain way, but even though it looks the opposing way to Trudeau, there's other bad stuff behind it. So it seems like we'll never really have a leader who is actually genuinely for the people and is actually doing things for the interest of the people and not for some sort of control. Well, think about it. In order for a politician to get where they are, they need to get funding, which yeah. means there's people paying for them. Mm-hmm. So they really can't have their own opinion. So like a lot of it, like it's who's funded them to get to a certain point. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, like they're all some sort of a puppet at the end, right? Exactly. Like who's paid for their campaign? Who's paid for this? Yeah, I, there's no genuine person that can that can really run the country, really, in that yeah. sense. And the end of the day, it's like, like we've talked about the presence. I've said this to my wife many, many times. The president of the United States is a puppet behind everybody else, whether you believe in the Illuminati, like some people say it's that, or if you believe in big corporations. They all said that too, like, you know, like, well, if you ever watched any election, even satires, they're like, well, who's paying for your campaign? Well, they're, they're all, everybody knows who's paying for their campaign has a lot of say what bills they pass. Mm-hmm. So to believe that a president, a prime minister, anybody who's like, who doesn't, who's, who's gone paid some long way to get to where they were, that you know that that that's not influenced by somebody is naive. Yeah, going back to the censorship, you're a realtor and you're interacting with people every single day, like potential buyers and sellers, contractors, people who are, who are helping your business grow. Have you ever found yourself censoring yourself from saying something for the sake of getting business? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Uh, just because not radical stuff, right, mm-hmm. and everything else too. Like, but you know, like when COVID was out, you know, and um, about the vaccine and things like that. And some people weren't candidates. I just kind of kept my mouth shut, you know, yeah. whether I believed, and I had friends on both sides, you know, mm-hmm. we had family members who were totally vaccinated and other family members were unvaccinated. So that was a very touchy subject. We've seen a lot of people, their families get divided, let alone 
you know, my business. So we just didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody talking about it, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you find like there's a balance between staying authentic and being true to yourself and also being socially accepted by those around you. Like what's your approach between finding that right balance where you feel like you're not really losing yourself, mm-hmm. but you also want to integrate yourself and actually be seen as someone who people can interact with. We have to be true to yourself really. Right. Mm-hmm. If, like I don't lie. I'm not good as a liar. So it's like if I'm finding it's infringing upon who I am as a person, obviously it's like, hey, listen, this is where I'm at. You know, even even certain things in the beginning, if you don't know somebody, kind of feel them out, and then you kind of then you kind of explain where you're at. That's that's how you kind of get around it. In the beginning, you don't just nobody really just kind of says, here's who I am. Exactly. Boom. Right. Like it's like no, no. You gotta like. Mm-hmm. I'm a big personality. I get that. <laughs> like even when you met me too, I wasn't right in your face, yeah. right? Like the way we interact now is much different than we interacted yeah, exactly. before. Exactly. Yes. So you just kind of like, but that's also based on relationship mm-hmm. and getting to know people as well. Mm-hmm. So as you get to know people more and more, you get to know more about me. And that's kind of like how it is. It's yeah. like, but I am pretty much black and white. You don't see, there's no like gray area with me. So it's, it's you know where you stand. For sure. Yeah. But there's a, there's a part of like where things can turn on you on a dime. Right? And we've seen it happen and it doesn't happen in real life, like the way we're in this room interacting. But when you do something online, the mob really comes at you. Oh, yeah. Right. And that is the difference between night and day and you being relevant and you being irrelevant and you being someone who's really out there. Like you're pumping out content about four to five pieces of content a day, like on every single platform. If you were to come out and say something that the mass or the mob doesn't agree with, mm. that can be the difference between you maybe staying DC in the GTA area and yeah. you actually being accepted. So there's a thing of actually not really being out there, out there the way you want to be because you've got to appease people. So that's like where I find it like difficult moving forward is I can think like this, but I have to really hold myself back because yeah. it's going to come and, you know, it's a boomerang back on me and I can just lose everything I've worked hard for. Well, yeah, even by me saying what I was about Trudeau earlier, like mm-hmm. I might lose followers of people too, just because I like it's a personal opinion about mine. It's again, I don't I don't force any ill harm. And I don't I I remember I don't even talk about politics anymore. Mm-hmm. When when he would do something stupid, I'm like and I was even sharing something what I remember one time like uh Trudeau did something. I think when blackface came out, I shared it. People were ripping on me. And I'm like, I didn't even say anything. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like don't talk about politics. We don't talk about that kind of stuff. Anything that's really too, too hot on social media. Because again, you don't want to be stereotyped as somebody regardless. So you kind of pull back your own personal mm-hmm. thing some, at some point, you know, yeah. on social media. Just It's just not worth it at the end of the mm-hmm. day. Like literally. like And again, I'm, I'm doing a risk by just saying this. But again, I don't like any of the politicians. Mm-hmm. So that I'm not saying... I'm not saying just for him mm-hmm. when, you know, uh, the, the last government before, right. It's like, I didn't, when they kind of gave up on us too, and it was like, they weren't doing anything. I didn't, I didn't like the PC government exactly, right at that yeah. point too. And I was, I was, I talked bad about the, not bad. I just said, Hey, we need a change. We need something else. And that's why I voted for Trudeau. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you know me and it's like, I just, I want the best for people. And I, yeah. when you were falling down and you're obviously clearly getting paid by somebody else, I have a problem internally on that, but I've, I haven't had backlash, even if I'm not personally saying anything. Mm-hmm. Well, even the other day, like I talk about real estate stuff. I'll take like a an article and I'll, and I'll talk about it on Instagram. I'll put it on the green screen and I'll say, hey, like buyers are back. And this was the, this was the name of the title. Buyers are back and uh, there's a bidding war. I had people ripping on me and going, you asshole realtors, you're just trying to get us to buy. You're ruining the market. I'm like, 
I literally just read the title yeah. of the fucking of the article. Yeah, like, I saw it I on didn't your TikTok. People were like coming at you on TikTok for that one video. Like you're just there's one there's one TikTok you posted where they called you like a scammy landlord. Yeah, a and scummy. I was just like, what the hell is where was this coming from? I, I that's what I'm saying. Like, talk to all of my tenants. Mm-hmm. What I usually get back from my tenants is this: like, you're the nicest, more most uh, responsive landlord I've ever had. I said, mm-hmm. absolutely, that's my job. You message me. I want to make sure you're heard, and we try to solve it. Because if I don't solve your issue right now it's becoming become a bigger problem and if you choose to move out i need to know why that like i've done everything in my part of my power to make sure you stay because i cost me money for for tenants to move out right mm-hmm. but yeah like i was like what the hell do you know about being a landlord mm-hmm. oh you and it was going back for like oh you landlords just do this i'm like we're going back before that interaction he, some people are just trolls yeah they just they're looking for any opportunity to jump down your throat whether it's that like whether it's about real estate whether it's like we said before about you know the pronouns whether it's about i don't know like if the, the weather there are people just miserable with their lives mm-hmm. <laughs> so 100%. so why why give them feed but mm-hmm. literally my job is to talk about real estate so mm-hmm. when i talk about it too i already know one of my videos and you saw that i preface it saying i already know there's gonna be naysayers gonna be talking about this and they still came out and this one lady was ripping on me and she lives in ottawa she's like that's not what we're seeing out here but i'm like and I just said, like, you're in Ottawa. It's a way different market there. Like, mm. don't be jumping down my throat because you're not happy with the outcome of this article. I said, read the article. Like, it has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. If you can choose one word to describe cancel culture, what would that word be to you? Stupid. Stupid. I can't stand culture. Cancel culture is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm. And the reason why I say stupid, there's things that people can are saying, which a normal conversation are getting people canceled. Mm. And it's like, for what reason, right? If you come out and you're like, and you're saying thing which is going to harm other people, or you're going to like, you know, like that's, you know, if it's racist, if it's has any bigotry, if it's homophobic, I get that. But people now have taken it so far that you can't even give your opinion and you're like, and you're done. And there's no coming back. There's no coming back. It's like you have to be irrelevant for a couple of years then make a comeback or reinvent yourself in some type of yeah. way. Then you're being socially accepted again. Well, look what happened to Roseanne Barr. Roseanne Barr, who's that? You don't know who Roseanne Barr is? I, I, who's Roseanne Barr? I generally <laughs> wow. don't know who wow. that is. Okay, so uh, Roseanne had a TV show uh, back in the day. Uh, like She was a heavier lady and now she looks much better. But anyway. Um, and Maybe it was, this is before it, my time, bro. Yeah, it was like it was a blue collar family, and then they reinvented. It came back a couple of years ago, and she had made a comment which she thought her coworker was white, I think, or black. I can't remember. What it was and the network fired her right away without her even coming back, and like didn't even give her a chance mm-hmm. to come out. Uh, and now the network has to pay her millions, millions of dollars because mm-hmm. they realized they canceled her too quickly that yeah. it was taken out of context. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they the show was like her name's Roseanne Connor in the show, so they killed her off on the show and then continued the show called the Connors, mm. and which again because of cancel culture she had lost her job but now she's reaping benefits because of cancel culture now she's speaking out about all these things so that's what i'm saying it's stupid you canceled her so quickly mm-hmm. that you didn't even like give her a chance to respond that's mm-hmm. what i find like obviously in our daily daily lives like if somebody cancels if i'm canceled i'm like can't go to a network and make you know 40 50 million dollars saying you canceled me you exactly, know but yeah. We don't have that luxury, yeah. but it's just one of those things that you like, how stupid was that? Like they knee jerk reaction and mm-hmm. it cost them because they're trying to be woke or whatever it was or mm-hmm. something that tried to be, and now it's costing them a lot of money. Yeah. And I also find too that, you know, with the rise of social media, like Instagram and everything, people feel like they have access to you than 
like they've never had before. Like I can go to Will Smith's DMs and I can just message him something. And I don't know if he read it, but there's a chance he saw it or read it. So and also just having them on public profiles and everything like that. We feel like we can say anything and do anything and hide behind a username without our face on it. And the thing is, psychologically, cowards. fucking cowards. I'm when, sorry, that's yeah, just when, cowards. When you see something trending on Twitter and say, "Oh, Will Smith," and you see a opinion that's okay, 20 people agree with this. I believe that psychologically, we tend to move with the crowd. So if they're doing this, I'm like, "Oh, okay, I definitely agree with that." But we lack no information. So if one type of news is being pushed out, we're just naturally going to agree with it because we don't want to seem with like we have contrarian views and we don't agree with what they're agreeing with, that means you're also with him. So we're going to hate you too. So yeah. there's that feeling of like, I don't want to be look seen as the bad guy. So I'm just going to agree with yeah. what I'm going to agree with. There's one thing I saw as well on, 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 on YouTube. There's, there's, so there's a couple of those people where I, where I could just bring out and I've had arguments with my wife about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like Andrew Tate was one of them too. Exactly. Like I think like, uh, even Donald Trump. And yeah. like, again, I'm not saying I agree with anything, but I'm like, but what the, the, the information they're getting was the one that's in social media. But, when they were explaining things, they weren't taking it out of context. Mm-hmm. Or I was talking to my friends in the States about Trump and things like that. And they're like, oh, you're a fan. I'm like, I'm not a fan of Trump. I'm like, but let's look at what he's done. Like, like, like again, it was, at, or Andrew Tate was like, oh, he's this, this, and this. I'm like, well, where do you get this information? Mm-hmm. Like, well, this one source went and all the media went out and automatically he was canceled so quickly. Mm-hmm. And it was funny how that actually happened, right? They took away his Uber, Airbnb. Everything. Like, yeah. I'm like, how do you take away someone's Airbnb yeah. for something that you just don't agree with? Yeah. Like, well, things when they canceled, like Kanye, I could kind of understand that because he was going off his meds and he's going kind of crazy. But, yeah. Not everything he was saying was crazy and stuff too, but that's I just don't understand canceling something. Like, let the person talk, mm-hmm. you know, let them say too. If they're not harming people, like too, like what happened to freedom of speech? Mm-hmm. But sorry, there was one thing you saw on YouTube. But yeah, I didn't well, want to cut you off. But. There's um, there's a recent interview. There's there's actually two things I want to go with this. Elon Musk did an interview with the CBC. I don't know if you've seen this interview. No. You've seen it? I'm just laughing because Elon Musk blows my mind. Yeah. So <laughs> he goes in the interview. It's uh, BBC. Yeah, UK BBC. Yeah. And they're talking about um, how there's a rise of hate speech on Twitter. So this is the interviewer asking him this. And Elon asks him, oh, what have you seen? He's just like, oh, it's just on my For You page. It's on my page and everything. There's a rise of hate speech. Elon says, give me one example of hate speech you've seen. And he says, well, you know, it's just like on the feed and everything. Everyone says it. Well, you said you've seen it. So give me one example of a piece of hate speech you've seen. And Elon is pressing this guy and he cannot give him an example. So Elon is just like, you lied, right? And the thing that Elon did was he was doing a spaces on Twitter. So that means like anyone on Twitter can type in. So BBC could not go back and edit it and say that this is the way we did it. So it was a live interview with everyone hearing this. So it really just exposed how the media can really Mm. construct a certain message and just push it out. And everyone starts believing like that. And it's actually farther from the truth. So uh, one of the things uh, on top of like, I know I touched on Donald Trump. Again, I'm not a huge Donald Trump fan and I'm not saying anything else. Mm-hmm. But one thing I talked to Natalie about too, and she's like, well, he's very racist. And I'm like, and I was asking people like, well, can you show me where the racist thing he was saying? And the same thing I asked and I was pressing them. The misogynist. The misogynist. I'm like, listen, I, there's shit that he said about, you know, grabbing the, you know, yeah. and, and doing all that, fun, like, which I'm like, obviously. Yeah, that's why. Like, listen, and I don't, I think he's cheated a lot of people. Like, I, I think he's just, I think he's a scumbag. I do, but did run the country well. Great. Yeah. Th- but when you're talking about certain things, I'm like, great. Well, then show me the example. I just mm-hmm. want to see where you're exact, as opposed to the media telling you all these things without giving you examples. Now, I just saw something on 
<laughs> on Biden, which he tried to like, you know, he was paying for things for keeping the blacks mm. like segregated because he didn't want his family growing up in a black neighborhood and mm. like everything. There's four or five articles about him coming out and saying how how racist he was. And this is on, you know, this he's actually come out and said it. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like how you how are you labeling Trump as 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 racist? And he may be. I'm not saying he's not. But when you have Biden, which is your president, which is clearly racist, like saying all these racist remarks and doing like, like, and yet there's nothing on the media talking about how racist it is. It's like, that's what I hate about it. It's like when, if you had somebody talk about how racist Biden is, we have to find it on places like TikTok or, mm -hmm. or Instagram or something too. And they're like, but people just don't give it credit to that. Mm -hmm. And that drives me nuts too, right? Mm -hmm. So it's all about like, there's the cancel culture and then there's all of like whatever the media want you to believe and again that goes back to what we were talking about earlier about you know throwing these things that they get exposed in the media one thing so they can hide something in the back yeah right you know like honestly like why has nobody else said anything how racist biden is mm -hmm. how come uh, we talk about he can't even put a sentence together now no no one talks about how much of an like he's basically should be in an old age home yeah and no one's saying that anymore. I, I don't know. Again, I am I gonna agree. get am I gonna get canceled for saying this stuff? Which I'm saying like You're just speaking the truth. I'm just I'm I'm this is stuff I've actually seen. Exactly. And from his recording. So like <laughs> and people I, I like the sound bites on which they use on him where somebody says like, oh uh the realtors do it and they say like uh, Biden, like, what do you think my house is worth? He's like, a hundred billion. And he can't even say can't numbers. Say, yeah, and he's, he's from like, and, and and like, he can't even say a number. And you're mm -hmm. trying to tell me this guy's running president. the country. Yeah. He's president. It, Come on. It, it just goes back to like with the ideology of like what they're pushing out. It's like, he's just a figure of that particular thing. And whether he's right or wrong, it doesn't really doesn't matter, matter because he is pushing this ideology and we're going to just keep things that hush, hush. And whatever. And actually, back to the second interview I was doing, this guy on YouTube was just going around asking people, like, okay, what do you think about um, Andrew Tate? They're like, I hate him or whatever. He's a misogynist. Okay, define misogynist for me. Define what's a racist thing he said. And then the thing he did was, like, he said a quote about women, and he actually spoke highly of women. Like, wait, women are this, 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 and that. He's like, oh, what do you think about that? Oh, wow, that's the nicest thing ever. Do you know who said that? I like, I don't know. Oh, like, and she said that they lose their minds. Like, oh my God, like, I don't agree with it, but you just said you liked what he said. Yo, but he's misogynist. Like, what did he say? That's misogynist there. You just agreed, but you're programmed to think to not like someone because the media says don't like that person, whether that's Tate, Trump, whoever, like, is on the other side of things, just because we have to fit into a certain narrative. And that's what's yeah. hot right now. Well, it's not even the narrative. It's like the the media or whoever the powers be, they get scared of anybody who has a good following mm -hmm. and that they have, they may change, that doesn't go along with their agenda or might be pushed back. Like, so Andrew Tate, I don't care whether he's a misogynist. I don't know what he, like, I don't know what you classify him as. And I don't, like, I listen, I'm not a disciple of Andrew Tate by any stretch of the imagination. But he was also getting people to act on doing things that they didn't want them to do. Like, he was getting them to wake up and... Work out. Work out. You know, like nice believe card. in yourself. Exactly. Oh, we don't longer need pills to be like a antidepressants. He was against the, the, the pharmaceutical company. Mm -hmm. He was he was all for, you know, being your own self, you know, be a self-man, like entrepreneurship. So I'm like, oh, wait a second. Self -reliance. I, to, I don't have to go to university, spend a hundred grand and then be home, like, you know, mm -hmm. and then be jobless and homeless. Right. I can do this on like this is kind of the thing if he was saying to people, yes, there might be how he got to things may not be the best way. Like, you know, it, it, you know, we talked about his chat rooms with my wife. We talk about those mm. kinds of things. I mean, yeah, maybe it was, there was nothing illegal what he was doing there, but mm. you don't like it. That's fine. That, mm. You don't have to do that. But again, 
I'm not telling you to listen to everything too, but it was against the agenda they had, which puts money in their pocket. It yeah. keeps you asleep. You're going to have problems with that. He was waking up people to He's think for themselves, yeah. right? Like you can be self-reliant and actually go to the gym, work out, wake up, make your bed, take accountability, have ownership in the things that you're doing. How and dare you say how that? How dare you say how that? How dare you? How dare you tell guys to like treat women better and actually go drive nice cars well, and work What he hard. said, what was, what was interesting, <laughs> was like, take care of yourself first, mm-hmm. right? And then don't, cha- I think he was also saying about not chasing women. Mm-hmm. The thing that people don't like is like, well, he, he was, he told people what they didn't want to hear. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, and, that, and especially for women, like I was misogynist. I'm like, well, what is it that he's like, he's told people like, you're not worth it. Like, I remember one thing he was saying, like, uh, I maybe want to talk about, it, but you know, it takes men like you know in their th- a number of years to to gain more wealth, and that's where their their peak of their um, exposure or like the, as a man or something is like yeah. it's their like peak. When you hit of, your stride, right? You're hitting your stride. Whereas yeah. women like are at like 18. He goes, mm-hmm. you go to a yacht. He goes, all these rich men own the yacht, and all these 18 year olds are on there. All they have to do is be born and look pretty, and they're like, well, women didn't like that, mm-hmm. and it's like. He's like, well, it's he's fast. giving an example, right? I'm like, and I'm not saying that's true for everybody, but again, how many? Not saying that there's not rich women out there to own yachts and stuff too, but they're also, we don't see that. <laughs> so I'm like, you're saying that men have to create their value. That's right, right? So we have to make we have to make ourselves into someone who can contribute something to society, right? Um, how dare you? How, how dare, dare you? you? How dare you contribute to? How society? dare you contribute to society? So we're talking about things that are right and. I can say being right is subjective. What you believe is right might not be to someone who opposes you is right. So how do we define what is right in your opinion? That's a, that's a little question. How do we define what's right? Yeah, because they could they could believe like, okay, you know what? What Chanelli is saying could be right, but right. wholeheartedly, the way they believe what they believe about what they believe, the same way you do, mm-hmm. could be right as well. So yeah, how like, do we societally move towards what is right? I would say at the end of the day, what's right is like, hey, it's like, are you helping people along the way? Or is it harming? As, mm-hmm. long, as long as you're not harming somebody, um, if categorically, like if there's a way to, to show people that, you know, there, whether there's a history of it, or you can look something up to show you're right. But I think what's right is something God given to us mm-hmm. that it's, it's a resident. Yeah. Like, I don't know if like most people believe in their souls or what they're God given, but I a hundred percent believe in, you know, God and the soul. Like, when it resonates well in you, what you're doing right, I think that's what helps you, right? Like that's what you know is right. And if you follow your soul and what what you know replenishes or makes your soul happy, you're helping other people. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not getting ahead by screwing people over. You're not getting ahead by like you know just tarnishing other people. You may get ahead of maybe money, but you're not going to be fulfilled in your soul. And I think that's what you need to be looking at. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, as we go towards 2024, 2025, this becomes a norm to really, really think of what someone is before addressing them, watching what you're saying. How should people stay true to themselves in this ever-evolving world moving forward? Yeah, well, we're going to have a problem with that, I think, if, if you think the the end of the world is coming in. <laughs> you know, like there's, uh, I know we, we go... I don't care. We talk about my belief in God. And mm-hmm. I, and if you believe in God, you believe in the devil as well. And you believe that there's going to be some sort of fight happening now. And you want to decide what side you're going to be on. It's the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation. Absolutely. Exactly. So by staying true to yourself, it's like knowing that will keep you on the right side, right? And like mm-hmm. doing that, it's like staying true to yourself. Because even in the if you read the Bible and it talks, or if you know anything about God, God says, you know, 
the path to the righteousness is not taken by most people. It's like it's it's very few. You you know you're supposed to be not you're supposed to be in this world, but not part of the world because mm-hmm. most of the the world is going to follow the wrong path. Mm-hmm. So if you're staying true to yourself and true to your God, like you're going to be on the right path, and like there's going to be a lot of pushback. But at the end of the day, if this feels right and and your your connection with the power above with God is right. You can't do wrong. You can't lose. You can't lose. You know, you may lose your life, but you won't lose your eternal soul. Exactly. Amazing. DC, this was a great chat. Really enjoyed it. Uh, Everyone, let us know what you think about this episode. Do you feel pressure to change uh, the way you are just to fit into the the mob? Uh, Do you feel like you have to go with everyone and what they're doing just to feel as if like you're part of society? Let us know. DC, any closing words? Stay true to yourself, my friend. Uh, that would be my closing words. At the end of the day, when you the judgment comes, there's only going to be you by yourself. There's no one behind you. You can't point a finger at anybody else. Mm-hmm. So know who you are and own up to what you've done and come to peace with that. Amazing. All right, everybody. That was the DC Talks podcast. We'll see you next week. Don't forget to like, subscribe on all platforms. And most importantly, Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube where you can see the full length of this interview. And also for more clips, go to David Cinelli underscore Realtor. I think it's DV Cinelli underscore Realtor. DV Cinelli. Just type in David Cinelli on Instagram (laughs) and uh, you'll find his account there. He has thousands of followers and you can watch all the many clips um, if you don't have time to really tap into the full interview. We'll see you next week and have a great week. Thanks, guys.